Are you heterosexual, but you feel guilty for liking it up the butt? Is shame getting in the way of you getting off? Has Catholic school left you scarred and sadistic? Is your cat the only one who sees you naked? Do you wonder why Cosmo never gives you sex advice for your pussy? Are you confused by consent? Do you have dozens of dragon dildos? Do you have none? During missionary, do you keep your socks on and the lights off? You know who you are. Do you wonder why nobody will date you when you're such a nice guy? Well, go fuck yourself. Is an exclusive sex-positive podcast brought to you by Echoplex Media. We'll have an open discussion about sex, kink, fetishes, and the kind of bizarre things that other people are doing in their bedrooms. We'll present sex-related news, interviews, and information for your personal pleasure and entertainment. No topic is taboo. No fetish is too strange. We will talk about it all. Keep tuned to Echoplex Media for our newest podcast, Go Fuck Yourself. And remember, Echoplex Media. If you can't go fuck yourself, how are you going to go fuck someone else? All right. The song was written uh, by the Wyatt Act, which is like the Riot Act, except Wyatt, like Wyatt Earp. Uh, It features a dark synth bass with a synth pedal that I will tell you all about because I love me some power tools and effects pedals uh, and some BDSM-inspired lyrics with some angular horns. You're going to hear some trumpet and some saxophone and some deep thumping drums by one only young son as well as Bethany Schwartz on the Splidgets purchased at San Francisco's own robot speak. It's called sex robot and it's about a sex robot that dominates you by the Wyatt act. Sex robot.
naughty things we have now come to the portion of our show called go fuck yourself better and usually we have one segment but this time we have two go fuck yourself better sex ed segments because i was waffling and i couldn't decide and i wanted to present them both our first go fuck yourself better segment is presented by help helen smash uh who's hit or miss with her with her humor but this one i think she hit the nail right on the head Bottles are nothing to be laughed at They're just a part of the human body Bottles are nothing to be laughed at They're just a part of the human body That's beautiful. So Help Helen Smash by uh, comic Laura, Laura Clary put out a song this week, and I think butts get a bad name. Are they the butt of a joke? Yes, they are. Can I, can I make a PSA right now? Please. Uh, remember to wash your buttholes, everyone. Please just do it. Thank you. Use soap. Hygiene. Hygiene is hot. Hygiene is hot. I think, okay, so buttholes are not think, nothing to be laughed at. <laughs> Um, respect Let's the- put the us in, in us. Like the egalitarian message there too. So yeah. f- from our long history of patriarchal and shamefulness about the human body, the butthole has gotten the the worst end of the deal, shall we say? Mm. Because it's because it's an exit only for the most part, but <laughs> not for everybody. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. Yeah. Um, it, there, there is a lot of awkwardness surrounding even talking about about the anus, but it's a very important part of sex. Ten million gay men worldwide can't be wrong. I saw this one comic where there's this guy on a phone. He's like, "But mom, mom, I know that that's where poop comes out, just not as often as penises go in." Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So is is but. Are butts completely out of the discussion realm when it comes to sex? I don't think they should be. I think, Absolutely not. I, th- I, think, I think a healthy discussion of sex involves, hey, so do you enjoy having things put up your butt? And if you don't, would you like to try it? Like, Sure. That's, that's me being the educatrix. If you've, if you've never tried it, 
how could you possibly know whether you enjoy it or not? It's got to pay extra. You got to pay extra. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll talk to straight, straight, air quote, straight uh, men who are like, oh, but none of that faggy gay butt stuff. I'm like, all right, dude, have you ever taken a really big satisfying dump and just said, yeah, I feel so much better now and you enjoyed it? Like the process of the anus opening and closing is very pleasurable, and many people only experience it when they're doing something that isn't terribly pleasant. When they're when they're eliminating waste, which that's the medical term for it, but it it's actually pleasurable if you're doing it properly, if you're being clean, if you're doing it right. Yeah, it's also connected to a lot of nerves, anatomically speaking, as well. So. It's connected to a lot of nerves in females. It's the bordering wall of the vaginal canal, and there's a lot of dual pleasure that can happen when receiving anal pleasure. The the vagina is also stimulated. Uh, Stimulating men in their anus also uh, pokes the prostate a little bit and kind of the the men's G-spot or the P-spot. Again, 10 million gay men worldwide can't be wrong. This, this, This is a thing, and I'm sorry, Coach Dave, it's not going away. Coach Dave is missing out. <laughs> Coach Dave is not getting any anal play. Maybe he is. Hmm. Does it with his thumb. <laughs> Just sits I've, on it. No lube. I've got me thumb stuck up me bum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'd say if we go around, not, we're not going to need a show of hands for this. I don't know if you've been touching your butt. I don't want to see your hands. But, but do we all agree that the the anus is an absolutely healthy part of a healthy sexual conversation and at least should be included in the discussion of whether or not you it's on the table or not absolutely some people some people don't enjoy it and how do they know if they've tried it and they don't enjoy it it, and, and that's absolutely legit but if you haven't tried it I would highly recommend that you do do it safely. Be clean. There, are, there are many, many resources out there for uh, people who want to experience safe anal sex, and we're not going to go into that right now because we have one more "Go Fuck Yourself" better clip. I couldn't resist this song; just got into my head. DJ Davy Boohow, will you please drop those heavy, heavy, big dick beats? Get all this dick inside of you, bitch. My dick's 
so big I could be fucking a horse and the pussy still tight. Down the back stretch. Big humongous pussy cloggers, I'm the strongest big dick man. Dick, dick. Big dick, big dick, big dick, big dick. Big humongous pussy cloggers, I'm the strongest big dick man. Dick Man by Big Dick Man, and I think that was a Big Dick remix. All of the information on that will be in the show notes. Big Dicks, humongous pussy cloggers. Um, let's big Dicks are a problem from from uh, women and from men that I have heard. Having too big of a dick is a problem, and I have never understood that. It, never understood people's fear of big dicks. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's more uh, physical, like a physics type issue. 
Please science it for us, Doctor. All right. Well, my friend's dick is uh, six inches around, and it can't fit in many buttholes. Wow. And, and he also has to order special condoms. They came in the mail. He was my roommate for a bit. And they came in the mail, and I was like, hey, dude, your uh, your male gloves are here. Because they were labeled <laughs> as male gloves. Male gloves. <laughs> but there's there's one guy in his town right now who can, uh, who can take them. And uh, they have to have fun together. And he invites him over for threesomes. So he it, normally bottoms all the time because, like, his dick is too big for everybody. But <laughs> it's good that he's aware of that and he's willing to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's only two guys he's seen who can take his dick and one guy can put two dicks in his butthole at the same time. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. A, lot I, of, I, a lot of stretch. I think where, the, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> start small, dream big. There's a friend There's a friend of the show named Big Dick Tim who um, ha- reportedly has a dick that even soft just hangs down to his knee and has scared <laughs> away plenty of potential potential dates who have come running out of his room screaming after they saw the giant dick. I The biggest dick I've ever slept with, well, we didn't sleep. Um, the biggest <laughs> dick I've ever been with was as big as a baby's arm. It was huge. It was magnificent. Uh, he was 19. He was Israeli, and he was enormous. And it just... It just took a lot of lube and a lot of a lot of warm up. Like there, you could take anything if you if you treat it right. If you if you're warmed up, I think people who try and you know power in dry are are going to be sadly disappointed when it comes to big dicks. Right. Same principle applies to anal, of course. So people who are afraid of big dicks and you know whatever anal lube is the answer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. How big was this baby's arm that you're comparing it to? At least a two-year-old toddler. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a big old apple head. It was it was magnificent. Wow. Charming. That was the. I mean, I. Oh, thank you, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Judgy McJudgerson over here. I and and there are there's another giant penis. I I I had a time when I was doing softcore porn for private entertainment use only but a friend of mine would get um strippers from knob hill uh strip club in san francisco where they're stripping for men but afterwards they wanted to fuck women and so we would meet them after the club was over and there was a there was a porn star named justin dragon and (laughs) there is video of me sucking on his cock for over an hour and it was huge and my jaw was tired my jaw was Tired for two days afterwards. That is the wow. patience, persistence, and can-do attitude I like to see. It's sort of an obsessive-compulsive thing where just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going for video. Oh yeah, there's a performative aspect. Yes, oh, but, I mean, but he, he could last for an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. What do you call a fetish where you get off by other people getting off? watching or thinking about you empathic empathic i mean that that's oh. by, that what by other people thinking about you or so, you know what i mean like um a lot of porn watching. stars talk about yeah, yeah yeah a lot of porn stars talk about like Exhibition. oh i mean uh, the opposite and for the viewer it's voyeurism so for the person performing what is that it, it's right? sort of exhibitionism it sort yeah. of is oh yeah like doctor right. is saying but it's also more of like a like a kink or a fetish where it's somebody actually gets off by other thinking about other people thinking about them so i am aroused by my partner reacting to whatever i'm doing to them so if i do something and they moan or grunt or evoke pleasure uh, or orally um that turns me on sure yeah 
um, maybe that's a submissive part of me because I'm pleasing somebody and then they're showing it and that turns me on. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's a dominant thing and it's because of what I'm doing. But I think I consider that sort of empathy not empathic in the ooh wooey vibes thing but <laughs> yeah. empathetic maybe and just if you're feeling aroused that i'm gonna feel aroused yeah and that that's a big turn is that what you're talking about or it's similar it's literally getting off on the fact that someone else is getting off on you like either watching you or thinking about you i'll tell you there are times when i cannot fap because I'm by myself and I have to text one of my sexed partners and say, hey, I'm fapping. Here's my here's a picture of my tits and they show me a picture of their dick and then I can go, you know, yeah. like knowing that 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 they're exchange. getting exchange yeah, exchange, not of power, but of intimacy, mm. even though it's long distance is what turns me on like I, and it doesn't matter if they have a big dick or not that's I, that's the thing that i think i want to get to i mean we were talking about big dicks and it's all fun and games but even if you don't have a big dick it really doesn't matter the fact that you have a penis and you're putting it out there to put it in me that's fantastic and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i am going to tell you that this is the most amazing penis like right now not not of ever i'm not i'm not gonna lie and say oh my god your penis is so huge if it's if it's you know like you know microscopic uh, we're talking a pack of tums here <laughs> like <laughs> um I'm not gonna lie, but I'm gonna say, oh wow, it's getting so big. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's ways. Like it's bulging, or it's you know, it's throbbing. Or that's the biggest I've yeah. ever seen it. Oh my god, I sure. don't know if I'm gonna be able to take it like that. Yeah. That, that's a turn on, right? Absolutely. To, it's called working with what you have, and again, accepting yeah. the thing, accepting that maybe you're not perfect. So maybe these incels don't have the big dick. Okay. Right. Probably not. I like that you're you're talking about being in the moment too. What it, what bothers me is when people do this comparing stuff. Like I, I mentioned a few minutes ago, I was at a bar last night and it wasn't an intimate situa situation or anything. I wasn't gonna have sex with any of these guys, but just in conversation, they got fixated on comparing sizes um, between races, and it's such a tired conversation. It's not sexy at all, and it's totally different than talking about or acknowledging size in an intimate situation. Sure. And yes, yeah, talking about size is not sexy. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> the stereotypes don't Unless always that's your thing. The stereotypes don't always hold true. I, I typically typically the stereotype is that African American men, black men have larger penises and Asian men have smaller penises and I have been with one of the exact opposite of each. Same. I've been with a, a black man who has a smaller penis and I've been with a, an Asian man who had quite a large penis, not Same a big here. dick. Yeah. But I, it, I, I read that Native Americans have the biggest. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Beware of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. I wrote this song for you so you know what to do if you should ever fall into the pit of the post Molly crash. Lesson one of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Don't do anything rash. Anything rash. Whatever pain you feel, you don't have to make it real. Remember, you can always talk your way out of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Beware of the post Molly crash. 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 The post Molly crash.
wrote this song for you So you'd know what to do If you should ever fall into the pit Of the post Molly crash The post Molly crash Lesson two of the post Molly crash The post Molly crash Keep a serotonin stash A serotonin stash Take five HTP for a day or maybe three However much you need till you get out of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Beware of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. I wrote this song for you so you'd know what to do if you should ever fall into the pit of the post Molly crash. Beware of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. I wrote this song for you so you'd know what to do if you should ever fall into the pit of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Lesson three of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Stay away from sour mash. Away from sour mash. Wine, liquor, beer will only make you sicker, dear. Electrolytes and water's what you need in the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. Beware of the post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. The post Molly crash. I wrote this song for you, so you know what to do if you should ever fall into the pit of the post Molly crash. <laughs>